And good morning and welcome to your Wednesday. I am Jay Cliffin Payne and this is Things You Might Have Heard. And in the next 12 minutes or so, we're going to give you eight news stories from yesterday that are the tops. Per you guys, latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture, we at this thing here called the Conversation Project want to be your go-to supplemental source of news, both for mainstream stuff, the real stuff, if you will, and for the unconventional news stories that get missed out in the daytime. So we give you a good mix of both of those, and we let you tell us which stories are actually worth talking about, literally. We'll go more in detail after we get to that, but essentially, we're going to talk about what are our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, and you can go through and engage in the stories and let us know what stories are literally engaging, which stories are conversational, just like that. Just as we had in the teaser graphic, and I'm surprised that it actually made it so high. Not that it made it, but we're going to talk to LeBron James and his possible retirement, because Wolf Blitzer was talking about it last night. It was, you know, apparently a big deal with the cryptic message and I guess slower news day. So we'll have him plus eight other stories or seven other stories to talk about vetted by you and created, um, created by me. Go to our website. This is a conversation project.com and see more about what we have going on behind the scenes and some of the new paint on the scenes, some new things we've done, created and updated going forward. Let's get into the stories for today. Today, of course, happens to be Wednesday. May 24th, 2023. Story number one, or the first story we'll give you, we'll tell you about the top story, which doesn't surprise me either, is this one right here. Very shocking, very just almost unbelievable story. You all driver faces multiple charges after crashing into security barrier after or near White House in Lafayette Square, police said. Now, the White House was never in danger because the barriers were so far from the White House, neither President Biden or or I'll say Vice President Kamala Harris, she she doesn't live there, or um, Jill Biden, the, the First Lady, were in any danger. Vice President, no danger either. They weren't anywhere near the residence, anywhere near the actual White House. But the person named Sa Varshith Kandalu, uh, he's 19 years old, just from Missouri, who just graduated from high school a year ago, rented a U-Haul and crashed into the security barrier, had a Nazi flag, and wanted to uh, take over the government and possibly capture Joe Biden, maybe kill him if necessary, because he was going to take over the government. That was his whole spiel. Uh, a big, a big fan, it's a 26-foot fan, uh, went through and crashed through barriers, and it was no explosives inside, no incendiary devices, nothing that was really all that dangerous, except I guess the thought process was you've seen in the movies where you just go through barricades and make your way into the thing. Now, they talked to former high school classmates, like he literally graduated from high school last year, and it said he was a quiet guy, Someone who didn't get in trouble. They have no idea what's going on. Originally from Missouri. Uh, why this happened, we don't really know. But he was pretty... Some of these guys are really, really animated in what they're doing. He was going to take over the government and possibly kill the president. Those were his words in his initial um, initial reports from the initial interview with him. We will see how this one plays out going forward, obviously. Next story is the story in our teaser graphic. Lakers LeBron James makes cryptic comments about playing future. Quote, a lot to think about. This is something you ask a lot of players when they've been sort of long in the tooth in their careers. LeBron James coming out of high school at 17 years old to join the NBA, playing for 20 years at this point and is 38 years old. Now, by comparison, a guy he played against in high school, essentially in the same draft class, uh, is Carmelo Anthony, who uh, a bit older than him, playing 19 years total, uh, or I guess he got drafted a year after, so he had 19 years total, also retiring this year. 
after not as many accolades as LeBron James. LeBron James has won both in Miami and in Cleveland. And when we first got to Cleveland, he basically put that city on his back and had people fall in love with Cleveland sports again, then went back to win a championship. Now in L.A. on the big time and not quite making things happen uh, after Kobe left with the vacuum that was there for star power. He's got star power. He's got set up for plenty of... um, uh, players alongside of him, but the Lakers have been disappointing. Yes, they were able to, at 38, uh, take out the Golden State Warriors and kind of put a, a little slowdown on their dynasty as they were looking to break that team up, but then got swept by the Nuggets. Maybe it's more it's Nuggets time. It's their first time in the finals ever. Uh, maybe LeBron James has not quite had the pieces this year. Maybe he is getting a little old in the tread and maybe he is winding down. However, his goal to play basketball with his son is still out there. We'll see whether that could happen. His son just now committed to a, a basketball team, a graduate of high school and going to college this year. So if it's one and done, that means in two seasons, LeBron can play with his son, Bronny, LeBron James, uh, the third or junior, whatever, um, in a bit. So it's not that much time. And he seems like he has enough t- uh, gas in the tank and he, people want to see him play for a bit longer. We'll see if he has the desire or if this is just the thing you say when you just got lost and beat. Remember, rash decisions after really big um, things, letdowns are hard to, to take. So we'll see if this is what's going to be the case in point here. Oh, by the way, the Celtics did not have to deal with this sort of embarrassment because they found a way to make things happen. Getting a win um, last night over the Miami Heat. So now it's three to one. The chances of them coming back to win that series Still slim, but at least the sweep is not in for the East. Big time for Mr. Ron DeSantis, DeSantimonious, the pudding eater, whatever you want to call him. He bought to call him presidential candidate. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will kick off his 2024 presidential bid with Elon Musk on Twitter. Yeah. So a uh, hype video went out yesterday and the promotion saying on Twitter, sometime around 11, I think, I'll have to look deeper into the details of what's going on. Elon Musk will have an interview with Ron DeSantis, which is actually going to be moderated by another person. So it's not just two really boring guys on the Twitter talking boring stuff. But Elon Musk will be there to begin the launch to Ron DeSantis. Musk has endorsed uh, uh, DeSantis more or less saying, you know, he's, you know, not Trump. Uh, although uh, Musk has allowed Trump to come back to the Twitter verse. It's not, he hadn't quite come back yet. It's still truth socialing, if you will. But Musk is going to be out there uh, hoping to hype up Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis doing all he can to you know make America like Florida, which doesn't seem so great at this time, but he's doing what he can to play up to the base that is hungry for more of this stuff. While the rest of the nation seems to not be so hungry for this stuff, We still know that about half of Americans voted for Donald Trump in the last two elections. So a little more than half the first one, a little less than half the second one. So there's people out there who are jonesing for this type of stuff. And with all the names popping up to try to, in a sense, primary Mr. Trump, Ron DeSantis is the only one who is registering. And in fact, he's losing steam because people are finding out he's actually kind of boring. We will see if Ron DeSantis can make some waves today and in the actual election process coming forward. Let's talk some more Trump, because this has to do with election stuff. Or actually, this doesn't have to do with election stuff specifically, but there is more Trump election stuff going on. Now, Trump lawyers are seeking a meeting with uh, Merrick Garland as the Mar-a-Lago probe shows signs of winding down. It looks like the probe into the documents case at Mar-a-Lago is 
coming to a end. Not that it's necessarily going to come to a grand conclusion for Mr. Trump, but they're looking like they're almost at the end to whatever is going to be. And the Trump lawyers are looking to talk to uh, Mr. Garland to see what things are going to go ahead and try to get ahead of what's going to happen. Now, a third Trump story, which is, you know, out there that we didn't get into because it didn't make this going to have so much Trump in a day, if you will, is the fact that Donald Trump out was um, in court yesterday via video with his lawyer to talk about the ground rules for a possible um, 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 case, essentially, uh, happening coming up in the um, May timeframe or the March timeframe or Let's just say soon, because I don't have the one in front of me. And the problem is, it's going to be deep in the heart of campaign time. So what can Donald Trump say about these documents? What can Donald Trump say about the other cases? What can Donald Trump say about anything going on? And what can Donald Trump do? Because if he's gotten being called to court on a certain day, that means he can't show up for a rally. The ground rules are there. That might be more interesting than this one, which seems like they're at the tail end of what's going on. And Mary Garland's got to come up with some sort of idea of what it's going to do coming forward because there's only so much you can do on this fight. Although Trump will fight this thing until it's over and then fight some more because fight, 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 fight. Because that's what he does. This story is the top story for the day. The most engaging story we had today. And I'm not surprised because Prince Harry's name is in it. Court rules against Prince Harry's offer to personally pay for police protection while in the UK. I'm going to read some notes from the uh, robot editor that gave this to me. The British government stopped providing security for Harry and Meghan after they moved to California and rejected their offer to pay for protection when they visited home. A judge ruled that it was not appropriate to allow hiring police officers as private bodyguards. Harry and Meghan sought to cover from sought cover from paparazzi in New York police station last week. We went over that one in great detail. From the near catastrophic car chase with photographers in the gala event, Harry has four other active legal cases in London, all against British tabloid publishers over allegations of phone hacking and libel. This one was the one thing that was not dealing with his privacy. This is one thing dealing with his little security. And essentially, he doesn't have the right to pay for security or let's say pay the police to do X security. Maybe he can hire, you know, The Rock or, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger or one of those guys to chase him around. But you can't hire police or pay their overtime because it's not allowed. Considered whether to toss out the libel suit against one of the things from Daily Mail on Sunday. That's being out there, whether they can toss that suit out there. But essentially, Harry and Meghan and many other people, famous folks in Britain, are still fighting the hacking charges of, of people. The tabloids hacking in their phones, getting private messages, and using that information against them. Let's go to our next story. It is this one. Boston Marathon wheelchair racing icon dies at 61. We're talking about... Um, Rick Holt, uh, who uh, has been a wheelchair marathoner for quite a long time, uh, him and his father Dick inspired millions of people with disabilities to believe in themselves. Uh, his father pushing the son through the marathon racing for many, many years. Uh, Mr. Rick Holt died Monday from respiratory complications, his family announced on his Facebook page for their charitable foundation. Rick Holt, of course, uh, had cerebral palsy, and his father and told his father that running made him feel like it was a disability disappeared. It's just something that's an amazing story. And so there are pictures in various marathons, especially the Boston Marathon, inspiring people along Massachusetts and the world to uh, go to greater heights and do the things that they're afraid to do. We are sending much love towards the family. 
A little love towards Amanda Gorman, which is kind of odd for me. Here's your headline. Amanda Gorman's inauguration poem among works banned at Florida school over one parent's CRT fears. And that is literally it. Uh, four poems, uh, listing four poems, including what was read at President Joe Biden's inauguration, because we've all heard it already, have been banned in Florida because a parent says, you know, there's CRT in it. Of course, there is no such thing as CRT, at least not in public schools. But that's a whole other fight that I'm not going to win anytime soon. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. So the hill we climb, uh, which touched a couple of topics dealing with race and national unity, uh, resonated with many people when it was heard and delivered at the inauguration. But apparently conservatives don't like resonation with people on things that don't say we are all good. We are great. There's nothing wrong here. With that, some this poem is, is added to the list of things that are banned via CRT for uh, various school districts. And Ron DeSantis is behind that. Had to bring him back up again. We shall see if this one goes away. And normally, because I have sort of this kind of weird thing about poets, I actually know a lot of poets. And they're great people. But, you know, as a bad poet myself, which maybe a bit of it is um, just jealousy, the, um, the appeal of poets themselves kind of gets lost a lot of times. Some of their other work is great. Their poetry, a little weird. So I'm not necessarily the one that's going to defend poets, but I don't dis-offend, not a real word, uh, them from having the right to produce their stuff, and especially someone on this level who's done so much, so many things, and has been a shining light across America and the world. Why this poem that everybody already heard already has been banned? One lady can answer that question. She thinks it makes her kids feel bad whatever. Finally, let's wrap up this Wednesday with one story that's way too graphic, way too sad, and a little bit weirdly funny in my odd sense of humor. Florida man falls into pond he was peeing into behind bar and loses arm to alligator attack. Wherever Florida man pops up, I think of the song Particle Man by the Might Be Giants. It's, it's just stuck in my head for now, but this Florida man in particular named Jordan Rivera went out back to relieve himself tripped over, fell into a pond, and woke up in the hospital without his right arm. He said he felt like his arm was just there, but not there, which is kind of what people who lose limbs have to say. Bystanders helped the man in shock by applying a tourniquet, likely saving his life. Although many have spread rumors, Rivera vehemently denies feeding the alligator. He said the bar doesn't even serve food, so he couldn't have even served the food to the gator. However, he fell in the pond, and the gator decided to snack on him. So whether or not he was actually egging the gator on and feeding the gator himself, I guess we'll never know. But we do know that the man is so far safe, except minus the arm. Let's talk about our story for... Um, I'm sorry, I got I got Particle Man stuck in my head now. Let's talk about a story, and that's our teaser story for the day. This is a story that we can chat up today, or actually tomorrow. We'll chat up slightly today if you deem this one um, conversational. This is the part where I explain that whole conversational thing. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Go to facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation, and you 
can vote the stories up. Your engagement to the stories, we post news stories every 50 minutes or so on those feeds. Your engagement to the stories will tell us what stories are most conversational. We pull down the stories about 4-ish, 4.10, 4.15 every single weekday morning. Uh, and we put them in a um, spreadsheet that, that you know, weighs them out because of Facebook and Twitter are slightly different in their, their, their responses and gives us a true score for engagement. With true engagement store, which is not, of course, a trademark, we tell you um, which stories are the best. We rank, rank them from top to bottom. We get about 30 to 33 stories within a day, uh, or a certain span of a day for 24, 24 hours, 30 hours or so. And on the weekend, we'll get three days plus a couple hours. Tuesday through Friday, sorry about the hiccups. Tuesday through Friday, we give you eight of the top 15 stories. We go through that top 15 and we curate them, move them around in order so they're never necessarily in top to bottom order and give you those stories on the weekends. Going into Monday, we'll give you 10 of 30 stories. And you can get a chance to vote on this one by engaging right here. The headline for a story that posted, I think it's posted um, in about five minutes as I'm doing this live. Lauren Bobit tells House Committee she had third son because birth control was too expensive. Quote, she could have a kid. And that's what happened. She came into a, com a committee. She came in late, so she apologized for that. But she was talking to a person about uh, pharmaceuticals and just, you know, the cost of stuff. And birth control happened to be in the, the, the jump zone, if you will. She said, oh, I have a funny story. My third child came as I went to the, the pharmacy to pick up a prescription and saw the price. And I asked, is this for three months? And they're like, no, this is just a month. And so she said, you know what? It costs less money to have a kid, so I'm just going to skip this birth control. And that is essentially how the, her third of four children was, was born, because they weren't on birth control at the time. Of course, Miss Bobert in the news, mostly right now, not for saying crazy things on Congress, which is why we put her in today, but for the recent filing of a divorce and the rumors that she's having an affair. But that's not today's topic. Today's topic is dealing with the uh, these words right here. If you want to chat up these words right here, go to Facebook and go to Twitter and chat us up in the feeds. And if this was, is engaging enough, it's in the top 15. We'll probably pull it in there for tomorrow's headlines listed. Let's talk about sponsors because we have to. We need to. Sponsors help us keep things going here on The Conversation Project, uh, get these things going. Today, we're spending a spotlight on hostage tape. And I'm going to give you about, about three seconds to giggle real quick because people always giggle when we bring up hostage tape as a sponsor. But hostage tape is a legit thing. Yes, there is actual legit hostage tape. But this right here is not for taking someone hostage, but it could save your life or save your marriage, more particularly because... Snoring. Hostage tape is the softest mouth taste on the planet. The softest mouth tape on the planet. Say that three times fast. And you put it on your mouth to keep yourself from breathing through your mouth. It's that simple. You just stick it there and then you can breathe through your nose so you can breathe better. You can do, use it for your exercises so that you're not um, huffing and puffing and, and getting the bad breaths from your from your mouth and actually breathing through your nose. You use it at night to keep you from snoring. If you keep your mouth closed, it keeps open. Just like people use Breeze Right strips and Band-Aids to open their nose. How about you close your mouth? What do you think about that? Check it out at this. It's the conversationproject.com slash hostage tape. This 
It's a conversationproject.com slash hostage tape. This is an affiliate link that we get a bit of a cutback from you buying the product. So check the product out. Trust me, you're going to love it more than you think it is. And once all the giggling subsides, you're going to not know what you've done before hostage tape even existed or at least was sold by us. So check it out. You can also go to our main website and click on the sponsors page for all of our rotating sponsors in, in that we have throughout the thing here. So see somebody else who may take care of you, but our sponsors take care of you so they can take a little care of us. And that's how things can get going. Another way that you can help take care of us is by joining us as a partner. Go to this is the conversation project.com slash partnerships. And if you deem what we're doing fairly decent, we would appreciate your help. Uh, sponsor, going to sponsors is a great way to, simp you know, you spend what you're going to spend anyway. And we get a bit of cutback from that. But if you think that what we have going on is fairly good, go to our, our partnerships page. And there's various different ways to donate to the cause. Uh, Venmo and Cash App and PayPal and Buy Me a Coffee is what we're using for our subscription service. We're going to do some upgrades to Buy Me a Coffee very, very soon. So you'll see more things, more incentives for that. But if you think what we're giving, giving you right now is there is good, we appreciate the help big thing you can always do is make sure you're following us on our feeds because telling me what to talk about is the most important thing going on and sharing the podcast, sharing the video cast, sharing what we're doing and all the podcasts and videos is a great thing as well. Oh, follow us on TikTok. We're having a blast over there. We're like I said, summer is summer is in. So the kid is sleeping and I don't have to get her up so early to get into the drop off line. So that means a little extra time before the day job to get some things done. We're going to have a lot of fun with TikTok this summer. So check us out there. Find links for that and everything at our main website. And if you think we're good enough for good stuff, help us out by being a partner. Now, the fun stuff. This is what y'all been waiting for. Back to this view and this button. May 24th birthdays. Celebrating birthdays today. We're going for the older end, but all these people have deserved it for reaching this grand finale I shouldn't say finale. Grand level in life. Let's not say finale. Tommy Chong, 85 years old on the day. Of course, made famous from hanging out with Cheech Marin and Cheech and Chong and being comedians and doing the movies. Now Tommy Chong essentially killing it in the weed business and just you know entrepreneurship in general, still producing some stuff. Cheech Marin doing more actual acting than the other one. Cheech was really the actor and Tommy was really the business guy. Tommy Chong hitting 85 years old today. If you don't know who he is, you're probably less than 30 and probably not smoking weed, which is you know not necessarily a bad thing. Patty LaBelle, Patty Patty turning 79 years old on the day. In my day, she you know was a, a hit back in the 60s and 70s, just getting her career started. In the middle 80s, she did the weird hair thing and made herself um, a bit more relevant, even though her songs were as already relevant. And then, of course, as now more or less a patriarch in the music business and a lady that sells some pretty damn fine pies at Walmart. And Priscilla Presley, who's been in the news for a lot of stuff, I'm not sure how much family is spending time with her today, but today is her 78th birthday. So happy birthday to Priscilla Presley. On this day, the 24th of May, way back in 1830, Mary Had a Little Lamb by Sarah Hill was published. So that song, that poetry, that poem, that little ditty has been in our heads, stuck in our heads since 1830. In 1829, this earworm didn't exist, but in 1830, we can blame Sarah Harrell for Mary Had a Little Lamb. 
1999, boxer Mike Tyson was released from Rockville, Maryland jail after serving three and a half months behind bars for assaulting two motorists after a fender better. This was one of the things in the Mike Tyson sort of um, really rocky times he had. He had a rocky childhood. He was not exactly the nicest guy when he was you know, in his prime fighting. And of course, when he wasn't doing any fighting, he had a lot of issues legally going on. Now he's found a way to kind of, you know, who saw his life. I think he's selling weed as well. Um, being an actor, being an activist, being a podcaster, being extremely interesting for Mike Tyson. You wouldn't think that he'd be such an interesting guy, but hey, he is. Mike Tyson, good for you on these days. And in 2014, reality star Kim Kardashian and rapper Kanye West were married in Florence, Italy, about seven months after the birth of their daughter, Northwest. How that relationship is going, how those two are faring well in their in their lives. I think we know how those things are going and how they're referring in their lives. On this day, May 24th, it's a celebration of Asparagus Day. Now, let me be clear. I will not be celebrating Asparagus Day. I will not be celebrating Asparagus. I shall not eat asparagus today. It ain't happening. But if you tend to enjoy the green, nasty, slimy stuff, you know, more power to you. You should eat more vegetables. I'm all about some broccoli. Love me some zucchini. Corn? Corn is awesome. Asparagus, hard pass. And finally, one more thing you might have heard. A study found that too many after-school clubs and expensive hobbies for children can damage families. Cramming in extracurricular sports, music lessons, and other activities often causes fights between parents over who shuffles the kids around and the costs involved. The youngsters themselves can end up exhausted as they race between home classes and after-school clubs. Experts say the resulting bad atmosphere in the home can put marriages at risk and have adverse effect on children's well-being. So the act of keeping your kids busy, while it does seem to, you know, do great in the tiger mom essentiality of making sure your kids are overly well-rounded so they can, you know, beat out everyone and everything, becomes an issue. It really is an issue on families because it gets really expensive. It gets really time-consuming. I can tell you, um, we just have one kid and getting her back and forth the things she wants to do and things she half-asses does and things like that become an issue. And so be careful in the love of your children and the overlove of your children in what you're doing to them for their activities. Because sometimes just sitting at home and staring at a wall is just as productive as spending a lot of money for classes and things that they're never going to do, they don't really love, and they're just out there for your essential need to, you know, live vicariously through them. Those words I just said. I'm also saying right now, thank you so much for being here on this Wednesday, May 24th, 2023 edition of the show. Happy Wednesday to everybody. Hopefully you're going to enjoy what you have for your day. Uh, we are glad to be a part of your life and want you to do your what you can to to be with us as much as possible. Uh, if you deem what we're producing fairly good, then, you know, great. Um, see if you want to partner up with us. If you think the sponsors we have are, are good sponsors, check them out and see if they can do something for you because it's really them doing stuff for you uh, that turns into stuff for us. And of course, the biggest thing you can do is go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation and just engage in the stories as we post them. Get more engaged, get more knowledge. You can see more of the big stories because we put the big stories out there for you to vote on. And some of the smaller things like Florida man peeing on the side of, of the bar and falling in and getting his arm eaten by an alligator because those things happen. 
They do. They they do. I'm sorry, um, Poppy Harlow. They do. And someone should cover it. And we do. Thank you so much for joining us for our melee. Stay hydrated. Stay limber and on task for all the grand things you are here on this earth to do, including just hanging out with us. We love hanging out. Let's get back to it. Uh, we're going to have, I got to go work on some TikToks before work, and I've got to get into the, into some more posts and some stories. We've got to post some stories ahead going forward. So thank you so much for being with us for the show today. Let's do it again for tomorrow for Thursday, why don't we?